Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. All right, it is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment update. Coming down to the last of it. Happy, uh, Two more happy, days. happy last few days of Two Black History Month. Well, Skip has been out since the 14th because he's, you know. Yeah, I get it. What did they you call have to understand Is that. he called an octoroon? He's called selective. Room? Selective what, blackness. What they used to call him to insult him? Octoroon? What was they calling you? Quarter rooms? <laughs> Mulattoes. Yeah. Now well, he's they, a mulatto. Now they call him a boss. Oh, <laughs> okay. And there's the white well, guy. <laughs> let, well, let me just say this. <laughs> You were you were you you're forty percent white. You were always called boss. Now I don't know. There was that. I don't even know how that was different. And there's that. No, only the, only there was the sound of wit behind it. But now Man, it's just genius. Rubbing in our faces. <laughs> um, so uh, uh, very interesting. I'm going to talk, of course, about the ruling in Alabama, and there are some unintended consequences that go along with. First off, the ruling that that judge made quoted the Bible, not legal precedent. Like God, it's exactly. an offense to God. Is it an offense to God when you let His children starve? Yeah. So it's interesting, and so all these people are talking about they're all the same. You just trying to scare people. You really do not understand what these people are trying to do. Right. There, there are two justices that are old right now and who are contemplating retirement. If that dude gets in office, there are going to be five justices. He's going to be able to do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. The country, and this, this is not hyperbolic. The country, as you know it or, or believe it to be, will be over. They will be able to do exactly what they want. This The, the Dodd decision came out of a, a clinic in Mississippi. Why are we letting Mississippi and Alabama and, and the red states of our nation decide what it is we do? I have no idea. Well, a, 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 Alabama, the, the CDC said that Alabama was a little more than a third world country. The only reason it's not because Madonna don't adopt kids from there. <laughs> <laughs> it is America's Malawi, and they're charting our moral path forward. Right. Uh, let me tell you something, uh, uh, you know, whether life, but it used to be when, when does life begin a conception, you know, at the moment of conception or when, it, when it's viable. Yes. In, in, in Alabama, it's when it uh, is, is an ice chest is the first sign of life. I don't know. <laughs> Happy birthday to Rosanda Thomas, Chili of TLC. We're going to celebrate that in the mix. They got a lot of songs Aww. to celebrate. She looks so happy right she now. She does. Happy, happy birthday to Chelsea Clinton. Happy birthday to Tony Gonzalez. Is it the Tony Gonzalez? One yes, of the, uh, the, the greatest tight ends ever. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, happy birthday to James Worthy, who is my very, very favorite basketball. No, he's well. Kobe is the greatest basketball player I've ever seen. But James AJ Worthy, AJ Worthy was my fa- from Gastonia, North Carolina, was one of my favorite players ever. Happy birthday to Josh Groban. Happy birthday to Hurricane Chris. You know you you pretty close with him. I used to be, huh, uh, uh, Skip. Oh yeah, Hurricane Chris. Yeah, yeah that's my man. My Before man. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. happy birthday. <laughs> He's happy birthday! A, a tropical storm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's happy, in depression. <laughs> yeah. Well, we we got to stop saying some of the things we said. Happy birthday to Bobby V. Happy birthday to Devin Harris. Happy birthday to Daniel Booby Gibson. Happy birthday to Jay Wild from Jersey Shore. Uh, posthumously, happy birthday to Marion Anderson. Happy birthday to Elizabeth Taylor, who at one point Aww. was a standard of beauty. She was voluptuous. Oh, they, yeah. Whoa, yeah. Elizabeth Taylor. No. Now, now, um, uh, the blonde, blonde Marilyn Monroe. Now, she was big. It's Elizabeth awesome. Taylor was always petite. Not in, that, not in the back she wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> the back she wasn't. I'll just tell you that. You she she didn't need to wear, she didn't, she didn't need to wear a bustle in the end. She, yeah. I'm just telling you. Cleopatra she didn't. But, but, but all of the women that they, that they idolized yeah. were, size 12. were, were not, were, yeah. yeah, they were no little 12. girl. Lane Bryant was the fair that they didn't. Well. All right, coming up, we got, uh, Jasmine gonna tell us what's trending. I'm gonna have a little note from the GD section. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. Tell what is trending. Like the kid go. Jazz man. What, man. Tell these good people what's trending. Oh, my goodness. Black Twitter was on fire over the weekend after watching Mea Cooper. Yeah. That's the Tyler Perry movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. I guess it's they guessing Kelly did walk out of the dressing room. Kelly huh? and Travante, they had yeah. a lot of things to say. I watched the movie. Mm, I didn't watch it. Yeah, I'm going to say, you know, a lot of people were saying that Tyler Perry can no longer be the writer, the producer, director and the everything that some other people need to. be. I think he has a lane. I think he has a lane. And I think he does that very well. He must because he bought an army base and turned it to a studio. He did indeed. That doesn't mean what is the old expression? God doesn't give with two hands. It's like when Jordan tried to play baseball. Yes, very much like that. 
and 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 I, the effort was spectacular that he wanted to he wanted to showcase Kelly Rowland, which is dope. You yeah, know? I thought so. Yeah. And Trevante, obviously, you know, but Netflix viewers were saying that it's one of the worst movies ever made. Yeah. I don't know that I would go that far, but it was. What is it, the worst movie you've ever seen? Oh wow, let me see. I'd have to think about that. This might be up there, though. Is it? Might be up there. And, I, and me and Tyler are cool. Yeah, like, it was, I, like, it's just, we talk, but, I, and but if, if Kelly's gonna get naked on film, come on now. Give, come I'm not. On, I've never been a fan of his movies. Not even and the I, Medea, the Medea no, things. No, I no definitely not that. But I, 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 I dig him. I appreciate what he's done. It's just not my thing. Yeah. Like I dig Beyonce. I just not. That's not my thing. It's not my thing. Kelly yeah. did way better than Beyonce. Let me just say that. Yeah. In terms of acting. I'm going to give her a little well, credit. I'm just you, well, no one will see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you no, know what people did see? Even, even when she did the fighting temptation, she's yeah. better than that? Yes. She okay. was way better. All right. But All I right. will say, talking about things that people saw over the weekend, I'm sure you saw Cam Newton getting into a fight. You oh, see no, video? no, no. I'm sorry. Cam beat up Atlanta. Yeah, he beat up all of Atlanta. And, and you know what? Without throwing a punch. Without throwing and a I, punch. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I, G, I've seen Gene Williams do that too. Cause I've seen my security do exactly the same thing. Yeah. With a, with, well, Nick Fouquet has it so expensive. You don't want to dent him. But, no, you um, don't. Um, he showed a tremendous amount of restraint because he wasn't trying to hurt those people. He could have. But he was slanging some folks around. He could, yeah, because he could have been. Instead of slanging, he could have been throwing. Yeah, he was slanging. And he's a yeah. six foot five, 250 pound. Yes. One of the Best greatest man. athletes on the face of the earth. Yes. And you think you're going to tell you what your pudgy ass out nah, there? Nah, not going to happen. And kept his hat on. Yeah. Didn't even move. I was like, I'm yeah. very impressed. <laughs> I bet, I bet if, he want, if he don't want to hurt them people, all of them would have been hurt. Yes, without question. They couldn't even knock him down. Couldn't knock him down. He stood but up straight up. If linebackers couldn't do it in the NFL, what makes you think your sorry ass going to be able to do it in a park? Mm, no, no, no. <laughs> Anyway, finally trending, people were pissed off at Donald Trump because of wow. him talking about, you know, the whole thing about how he understands black people and oh. that, you know, that's why black people like him because, you know, he was discriminated against. And then he talked about his mugshot and how, you know, we could identify, we could identify. And, and you know, it is, it is, ah. it is what they think of us. And it's what black Trump supporters allow them to think there of you us. Go. It, it, first right off, there. there's no reason for any level of success, any, any metric that you use to, me, to gauge the presidency, um, um, Biden has been more successful. Yes. The economy is bigger. Jobs are bigger. Uh, the, the American uh, 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 worker is making more money. So there are these things that people do, like these stupid-ass rappers who say, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I, I got more. Because what they do is prey on your selfishness. But he gets to tell, when he said, when he told black people, all I can see is, uh, oh, is black people. Yeah. But Tim Scott, you can see his eyes and teeth. <sighs> And then you, I mean, and 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 let's be clear: if you talking to a room of black supporters, they do kind of have a jigaboo look to them. They do, jigaboo. They do like if, if it's a Herschel Walkers and Tim Scotts, all you, you would be able to see is black people. Can you imagine a room yeah. full of Herschel Walkers? Yeah, a coon convention. Yeah, yeah. look at Yeah, all right. But that's what's trending. A pass. What do you call a bunch of coon? A, 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 Irritating. A, a black convention. Yeah. A coon that's train. Good. All right, come here. We got a little note. A coon train. We got a little note from the GED section. This is the D.L. Hughley Show. There are people who say elections do not have consequences, that those people are all the same. We are seeing the direct opposite of that right now. An extension of that right now is what has gone on in Alabama, where the Supreme Court there. First off, white people and Supreme is a weird combination for me. Like it's a weird thing because it never works out good. But I'd say this: uh, white dudes in robes, be they black or white, have not been a boon for black people. But so they decided that they would uh, recognize IVF frozen embryos as people. Contrast with the fact that at that very same time, Alabama was refusing to take federal funding that would feed poor kids. So when those people finally thought, I hope they're not hungry. I know when I wake up from a nap, I'm hungry. It will have long-ranging consequences. Once that Dodd decision happened, Roe versus Wade was overturned. Look at the slew of things that have happened. Uh, uh, Florida, a six-week abortion ban. There are people who are proposing in North Carolina that a woman tr- seeking a death penalty can get the death. Uh, woman seeking abortion can get the death penalty. There are people in in, in Ohio. They just an a ten-year-old girl, preg- girl got pregnant by a rapist. There's no exception for rape. She had to go to a neighboring state. In Missouri, as we speak, if you seek to get a divorce and you're pregnant, the court will not allow it until the baby is born. This is the government being obtrusive, and you say they're the same. And the other unintended consequence, and I don't know if it's a consequence or not, but in IVF, there are people, these are people who are struggling to have kids, and more than likely they're white kids because, uh, white couples, because it's very cost prohibitive. 
It's a lot. You got to pay a lot to go have money, uh, you know, have the, the the treatment and the shots and the, you know, try harvest the eggs. It takes a lot. And one of the things that happens is that we know that there's an uptick in young people, young men and women getting cancer. And if you uh, have uh, if you are a young man or woman in cancer, one of the things they offer you if you want to have children at some later date and the cancer treatment could be disruptive, they offer you the ability to freeze your eggs in your sperm. Which cannot happen right now for the people in Alabama. One of the Supreme Court justices, when he made the decision, he didn't quote legal precedent. He quoted God. It's an affront to God. It's interesting that people that made it easier for young kids to work in dangerous jobs, that make it harder for poor people to eat, now would quote God. That's the thing. God is making you do this. He doesn't want you to feed the poor or look out for the children. The only thing they care about is when the child is in the womb, when he's out, they're on home. They don't care about what they're trying to do is to make sure that a woman has children. That is it. You heard Tommy Tuberville. This is not me saying it. He said we need more kids. Byron Donald says we need to we need to breed families. These are not me saying that this is what they talk about. And you best believe if Trump got in office, he would appoint two more Supreme Court justices who would be just like the three he had. And you would never see a semblance of this country again. They're not the same. But it's interesting what courts have done. Courts in America have, have said that uh, corporations were people that that frozen embryo people. But they also said that blacks. Uh, black people were three-fifths a person. Isn't that ironic? You know how you can tell frozen embryos are not people? Because if you put a baby in the freezer, your ass going to jail. Where's little Johnny next to the fist sticks? Get the car, get the police. It's interesting in the, one of the very states that now is, uh, is at the uh, forefront of calling frozen embryos people <laughs> said Negroes weren't. That's a little note from the GED section. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the D.L. Hughley Show. The Supreme Court is hearing arguments in a pair of cases that could fundamentally change discourse on the Internet by defining for the first time what rights social media companies have to limit with uh, their users in terms of what their users can post. A ruling that tech platforms like Facebook, YouTube and TikTok have no editorial discretion to determine uh, what posts can allow would expose users to a great variety of viewpoints, but almost certainly amplify the ugliest aspects of the it is insulting age. to me. That people talk about Biden's age and not the Supreme Court. He can only, oh. the most he can be there is four years. They can be there to in perpetuity to the. So they they can be as old as. So if we're gonna have age limits and talk about people's ages, then we need to worry about the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine these old ass bastards talking about the internet? Hmm. No. They're, they have no so idea. Literally, what they've done <laughs> with the Dodd decision is took us back to the early 1900s. Yeah. Because that's all they know. So. Let's be clear. When you when you when you're talking about age, the oldest people, Mitch McConnell's old. Uh, um, the the senator, uh, uh, the, the the Grassley is old. The, all of them. Well, and and and, uh, and Chuck uh, Schumer's old. They're, yeah, all, they're old all old people. Old. Yeah. But you worried about Biden's age? You better be worried about them old ass people in them robes. <laughs> And first off, if you ever been if Kevin, uh, was it Kavanaugh? If you ever been accused of anything sexually uh, taking advantage of a woman, you should never have a job where you wear a robe at all. <laughs> They, he should be the only justice they make wear pants. Correct. And locked in a room with other women. Yes, yeah, man. Okay, that's a bad this recipe for You know how in America you got to go to any public event with a clear bag so they can see what's... <laughs> <laughs> he should have a shower curtain clear over him so we can so see what he's stupid. doing. So sluggish sperm could actually swim faster when it's blasted with ultrasound. A new study found potentially increasing mobility by up to 266%. After just 20 seconds of ultrasound wave stimulation, 59% of un moving sperm began to swim 
and quick. Researchers have yet to use the the sperm that has been exposed to ultrasound to fertilize an egg, but they hope that it's going to be a breakthrough. Slug, sluggish sperm, sperm. Is, 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 is not less viable, right? It's not the correct. It yes, can't make it to the egg. That's no. the whole point. You got to be fast, ass. quick, and get in yeah, there. That sounds weird. It's but the Special Olympics of sperm. That's what, what it is. Getting down of, some, with ultrasound. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, <laughs> sedentary lifestyle, the way people, men are eating, yeah. is making their sperm smoking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't know. That's a, scooters. I don't know. That that's a good thing, bad thing. <laughs> um, Yalavan said, uh, you know, and this is a tribute to uh, to Junius, who's man Yalavan's aunt. Uh, <laughs> Yalavan's aunt is who he is for us. Uh, she says that black men are dehumanized and only value based on what they do. Uh, here's a here's a here's an audio from this clip. Greatest crimes perpetuated against black men specifically is the level to which their humanity and their hearts have been devalued, diminished, and dehumanized, and that they have become doing machines. The greatest value a black man has, if, in many instances, is what he can do for somebody. Um, is she right? I know that forever, forever, I know that from the men that I grew up watching, um, and I don't even know if the society has placed this onus on us, um, but the men I grew up watching only valued themselves as they were able to take care of their family. Mm-hmm. That is the way they saw themselves. So maybe, I don't know that, and I think men in general, a lot of men feel that way. Um, um, but but when, given the influx of people, he got he got to do this for me if he want to take me like all those you know there's a there's a uh, you know just an abundance of people telling you what you need to do to have them and I want to take somebody making this job. Do you think that she has a point? That is the question that we're going to pose to you. Eight seven seven two four two two four two six. Also, set us up on Twitter, Dio Hughley Radio, or on Facebook, the Dio Hughley Show, and the website is the Dio Hughley Show dot com. All right, we're going to get to your calls in a bit. It's the Dio Hughley Show. So, uh, Iyala Van Zant in the call with uh, Nick Cannon. <laughs> if you're going to talk about a man need to do something, that's the. I mean, <laughs> he should have been working as they spoke. <laughs> <laughs> he should have been in between breaks from doing a show like that. But she said this. Greatest crimes perpetuated against black men specifically is the level to which their humanity and their hearts have been devalued, diminished and dehumanized and that they have become doing machines. The greatest value a black man has if in many instances is what he can do for somebody right. and how he can do it and how much he can do it and how much he earns doing it. I mean, I, I hear it and see it among young people in the relationships, you know, oh, you're going to get my nails done and you're going to do this and you're going to do that. Right. You know, they've been demeaned and devalued and 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 dehearted. Right. To the point where they value themselves based on what they can do. Um, we're going to go to our social media platform. Does she does she have a point? We're going to go uh, DJ Lucci. What are they saying out there? Yes, Candace from Detroit said, I think to a degree she has a point, but, you know, not fully. What value are you to anybody in your family if you cannot contribute or provide? What value do you bring? That is just a finite statement. What value do you bring if you are not a protector, provider, and a facilitator? Well, not only what value do you bring, what value do you assign yourself? Because exactly. I think most of the time, one of the things that men brag about the most when they call themselves an alpha male or whatever, it is because of what they feel they can do for their household, whether it is to protect, to provide, all of those things. And if you're not doing any of those things, I don't know if it dehumanizes you, but I think it does say a lot about your value. When you make something less than. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I I think that there is a lot of truth in what she says. Now, I can't say that it's purely a function of the way others view us. I think it's self-determinative. I think that we have done we have done a lot to, to kind of propagate that narrative. We have done a lot to do that. So, I do think she has a point, but if it is true, then I think a lot of people have taken our lead. Well, I mean, it, historically, when you go back and you think about, you know, the the you know your grandparents, it was always the the husband or the the man would go to the girl's father and say, "I want to take her from you," and now she would be under my covering. So it was always there should be a provision you can give her ass back too. Well, nah, I mean, that, that ain't in there. That ain't in there. Take your cow and your goats. That ain't in there. That ain't in there. And these chickens. And we're gonna we're gonna talk a little more. We'll get some of your calls. So Yana Van Zandt said that uh, black men have been dehumanized, uh, and uh, 
and they're only a value based on what they do or can provide. Is she right? We're going to get your calls. We're coming up. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. So if you are in uh, San, uh, San Jose this uh, this Friday, myself, uh, uh, Tony Rock, Sid the Entertainer, Ida Rodriguez, Ralph Barbosa are going to be at the SAP Center in San Jose. I'm very excited about that. Following week, I'm going to be in Greenville at the uh, Funny Bone, or Comedy, Comedy Zone. Zone in Greenville, in Greenville, <laughs> uh, South Carolina. Yeah, very excited about it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm always going to be somewhere. So Yana Van Zandt said this. Greatest crimes perpetuated against black men specifically is the level to which their humanity and their hearts have been devalued, diminished and dehumanized and that they have become doing machines. The greatest value a black man has in many instances is what he can do for somebody. To Nick Cannon, who should have been working as we spoke. Mm. Well, he was working, wasn't he? It, probably by the time Yala got up, she was pregnant by Nick. Uh oh, if Yala Van Zandt got her pregnant. <laughs> I mean, you know, remember you were talking about slow ones, slow, yeah. slow? He ain't got those. He ain't, he ain't got, got slow ones. At all. Um, uh, Skip, would you say that she had a point? I, I think there is a point. It, it's a it's an interesting concept because yes, every man wants to be able to take care of his family. Uh, you know, uh, every woman wants to be in a secure situation. I would think. I think the problem comes in is when they start putting parameters. Every every woman think, well, if if you ain't making you know five hundred thousand dollars a year, yeah, it's the it's the doing, it's the amounts now. You, know, they're, you they're ain't better, doing yeah. this and you can't do nothing yeah. for me. And I'm like, oh. Okay. Uh, but. Well, to be clear, depending on what female is saying that, there can be some validity to that. No, the ones now, I hear saying, I'm talking about the ones that, you know, well, work. We're not okay. talking about Jill Scott and Sherry Shepard. We're, we're not there. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, equally yoked. Remember, not, we had this conversation. I even, I, yokes are bad for my cholesterol. I can't handle <laughs> it. I ain't talking about rich women saying that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let's be clear. But but it is true. I, now, we, I was having this conversation when I grew up, and I'm sure many of us, we knew men that had families on the other side of town. Mm. And you didn't find out about to the funeral. And they'd be like, hey, who that over look like daddy? Shut up. And the, and the mama would then be arguing in the parking lot. But the one thing that, that although that's nothing to be proud of, the one thing that man did was take care of both of those families. And I think that situation still exists, except the, the, both those families are taking care of the dude these days. Mm. Um, so do you think that Yana Van Zandt had it right when she said this? Greatest crimes perpetuated against black men specifically is the level to which their humanity and their hearts have been devalued, diminished, and dehumanized, and that they have become doing machines. The greatest value a black man has, in many instances, is what he can do for somebody. Is she right? We're going to get your calls in a bit. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. So Ayala Van Zant uh, says that black men are devalued um, and only are uh, useful for what they can provide uh, or, or do, uh, which is true. We songs you can't do nothing if you can't do whatever you done for me late me 
a broke man can't do nothing for me. Like you, we, we, these Scrubs. are these are euphemistic. But. Yeah, but I also think to counter that, you have people saying, "I'll pay your rent." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think men and do I'm the same baby thing. Face ass about, next time you know, I see what him. they're gonna do for a woman. So, <laughs> well, babyface yeah. can say something you like that because he's in the studio. <laughs> he ain't on. He ain't on the construction line. He ain't like, breaking the street no. open. I get it, but <laughs> we still hear it on the same um, station. Um. So what is that? You gotta have a job if you want to be with me. And I think that that I don't know where that. And again, I think that we have had a lot to do with the notion and the perception of us. And but I do think that you do even to your society. Like I have friends, and when I see a woman taking care of them, I I, I look down on them a little bit. I do. I mean, don't, don't and I don't want you to look at me like all my friends, but I'm just saying yeah. when I see that, like I have a friend, he was married to a woman and she would give him the money or the credit card so he could look like he was paying for it. And I was mm. like, ugh. Mm. Now be quiet. Anybody <laughs> ask you? Yeah, you ain't you know, you don't say nothing but one time a month and now this that's what you wasted on. And, and no, it's not him. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? She hit bullseyes. What the hell is going on around here? Oh, great. Good. Now I ain't got to have no friends. Uh, I'll save a ton of money. Uh, so what do you think, Junius? Do you think that y'all had a point? To a point, but if you think about it. Yana Manzan is here. What are you yeah. saying? Based on society, uh, black men are dehumanized, dehumanized in spite of what they do. Because, you know, yeah. based on societal norms, yeah. uh, uh, stuff that we grew up, that black men ain't nothing, you know, the whole thing. You know, I don't care what you do. You can be, you know, you can be out without using the, the, the curse word, on, uh, right. Regardless, so you know, it's the worst a- place for black people to live is in the imagination of white people. Exactly. It, it, and I don't care how come. If you ever heard, if you heard white people saw, talking about Obama and then you saw him, it wouldn't compute. You'd be like, "This is not the dude mm. they're talking about, right?" No. Yeah. The Muslim terrorist, mm-hmm. racist hater dude, like no. because in the in their mind, and I think it's like that in any number where there are a lot of there, there are a lot of permutations of those kinds of things. That's why you the don't see him represented. You know, like you know, no. except on Cheerios commercials every no. now and then. You know, but it, it is also it is also it is also why um, I I know a lot of men. Who finally got to retire? Like they, the, the average black man lives sixty seven, sixty eight, and there's an attempt um, because you know they're talking about the viability of Social Security to 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 uh, to, to increase their age to make it seventy two, which means because right now black men work hard paying the Social Security and die just just in time to make an old rich white woman live for a long line. time. <laughs> she lives a long time. <laughs> it ain't y'all that did just to make time. This Miss Harry giving Miss Daisy living a long time of that. They worked at the factory, but but we even die early. I, I I've known men who are so connected to what they do, and I can't say that I would be any different. That when they retire, they die. Sure. Yeah. After they retire, they die. Like I'm talking about weeks after they retire. So that's like I'm never going. <laughs> you don't got to worry about me doing that. You lucky you don't have to because we die with dates on the books. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's and and when 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 every comic that I we talked about in the past, one of the things we all talked about was he died with dates on the books. Witherspoon, Charlie, you know, whether, whether if you die with dates on the books, that means you were still going out and getting it. Yeah. David uh, Arnold. Uh, David Arnold died with dates on the mm. books. Uh, so the question we're asking, Yonder Van, Van Sand said this. Greatest crimes perpetuated against black men specifically is the level to which their humanity and their hearts have been devalued, diminished, and dehumanized, and that they have become doing machines. The greatest value a black man has, in many instances, is what he can do for somebody. Is she right? We're going to get your calls in a bit. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. The question we're asking, Yonder Van Zandt said that black men are um, the are very, because we, we, we never have a problem talking about how what black women are depicted. And, and how society views them and what they have to go through. But very rarely do I hear, particularly that comes, I was shocked that it came from a woman. <laughs> I was very shocked. But uh, she said that uh, men, black men are dehumanized and only value by, by based on what they do. Uh, is she right? Uh, that was a question we're posing to you. Uh, we're going to the phones. 
Yes, man. I really truly believe that what they're saying is true. You know, like I see a lot of stuff going on and whatever, social media wise and everything. And I think that the black man is only love under conditions. You know what I'm saying? What he can do for his family or what he can do for a woman or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially like people dating and stuff. Like, they want to be taken out to certain areas, certain restaurants, certain places, and they won't sell them for less. Or they're saying that if you don't do it, you're a simp, you're a wimp or whatever, or you're less than a man. So I, I really truly feel that dating has gone wrong. It's not like it used to be, like for our grandparents, like parents or whatever. And I feel like if you don't pay, if you don't, if you don't be the man that they want you to be and pay all the bills or whatever, that you're a simp. You know, you're less than a man. The black man has been devalued not just recently. The value of what a black man could do was the basis of this entire country being created. So. It's, it's, it's not alarming whatsoever. We, we put a price on how much a black man is valued, even as a father, with child support court. Okay? So the only way that we can change that is that we show our black men how much they are valued and their actual value. But it's not just a man. The entire America is, is, is seen as though if it costs more, it's worth more. And that's why we're failing as a country. I think we devalue ourselves based off of what we value the most, which is money. We go from working two, three jobs to selling drugs, whatever it takes to get money so we can spread our wings like a financial peacock so people can see us versus what we can provide when it comes to emotional or mental support or everything. It's all about what we can provide financially. So I think she has a point when it comes to that. I can't say blame it on white man or black man or whatever, but it just comes down to we have to get our priorities straight and be balanced And when it comes to being a man. And you know what the funny thing? I'm going to lay this out here for you. It's not even just black men. No. It's men. It's no what? It, mm-hmm. I'm, the, you got to have some hue to you. Poor Latin men work like that. They Thank work you. to death like that. Uh, 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 men from Africa work like I mean, so... And even poor rural white dudes work like that. Matter of fact, one of the biggest reasons, Noam Chomsky wrote an article, and it was, you know, you see these coal miners, rather than move, they'll pray for the coal mine to open up. Even if your identity is being sweaty and dark and risking black lung, you associated with that. So I don't think it's specific to, but I do think it's specific to people who had to struggle to get somewhere. Rich white dudes, they, they'll just come up with another scheme. Yep. You know, Trump don't care. He just declared, declared bankruptcy, not pay nobody. Start Come up with some shoes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We're going to take your, more of your calls in a bit. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. So, Iyana Van Zandt, we have our own uh, unison, Iyana Van Zandt. But this is the OG. And she said this. <laughs> Greatest crimes perpetuated against black men specifically is the level to which their humanity and their hearts have been devalued, diminished, and dehumanized, and that they have become doing machines. The greatest value a black man has, in many instances, is what he can do for somebody, and how he can do it, and how much he can do it, and how much he earns doing it. I mean, I I hear it and see it among young people in the relationships, you know, oh, you're going to get my nails done, and you're going (laughs) to do this, and you're going to do that. You know, they've been demeaned and devalued and and de-hearted to the point where they value themselves based on what they can do. All right, do you agree? We're going to the phones. I think she got a point, but also... The black man is the most valuable thing in the world, more than gold. That's why we are always incarcerated and sold and enslaved because of our value, because of our work. She got a good point, but we will never, ever lose our value, man. First of all, I had to look at the context. She is talking to Nick Cannon, and no shade toward him, but he is not committed to one woman. I have been married for 25 years. My husband has always taken care of our family. He's an awesome black man. We work together. He has taken care of our family, and things are in the budget. Okay, so my hair, my nails, him going to the barber shop, going shopping, whatever else, our girls' college tuition, all of that stuff is in the budget. When you're married, you work together, okay, to do what you need to do. 
you cannot devalue a person who knows their value and their worth. Okay, so if you know your worth as a black man, nobody can devalue that. If you want to get somebody's nails done, that's what you want to do. That's your business. However, nobody should be out here taking advantage of each other. And talking to Nick Cannon, he's not committed to one woman. So, yeah, they're looking for him to take care of them because he can. You know, definitely the, the man has been definitely been devalued by some some women. You know, as a married man of myself and my wife, you know, we got together, we worked together. You know what I'm saying? So traditionally, we used to do things traditionally because at the end of the day, our grandparents and great grandparents, you know, they had eight, nine, ten kids. So it was traditionally known better and economically wise for the mother to stay home and raise the family while you know dad went out there and worked. So today, today's times, you know, like most of us now, I'm just speaking for myself. I sold into my wife, so she didn't have the education, and I made more money than her, so I was breadwinner for a while. So now I sent her back to college. Now she makes more than me. So it's nothing wrong with it, but she now takes the biggest bill, and I take the lowest bill. But at the end of the day, I'm still providing. I'm still the leader, and I'm still protecting my family. All right, coming up, we got the streaming hack warrior, Alibo. It's on the D.L. Hughley Show. Now it's time for the streaming movie review with Alibo, the streaming hack warrior. What's that, Alibo? It is still the Black History Month, so let us honor another few unsung African and American pioneers. First, we honor Mr. Levy A. Price from Virginia Beach and Virginia. In 1973, he was the first man to smack the taste out of someone's mouth. Uh-oh. <laughs> In 1964, Anita De Wilson of Philadelphia and New Pennsylvania's was the first person to go to the grocery store with a shower cap still on her head. Uh-oh. <laughs> and in 1959, Mariana De Henry was the first person to take the plastic off the good furniture. I'm serious. Today's movie, it will make your heart race like it is a runaway slave. The movie is Madam Web, starring Dakota D. Johnson. This is the newest Marvel movie everyone hasn't been waiting for. In this movie, Cassandra Webb develops the power to see in the future. Forced to confront revelations about her past, she forges a relationship with three young women bound for powerful destinies, if they can all survive a deadly present danger. If she could see the future, why could she not stay out of danger, DL? Huh? She sees trouble on the subway? Get on the bus, woman. I'm serious. And the girls, she meets all of them. She teams up with them, and they all have the powers, too. They all have some kind of Spider-Man power. So it's like four Spider-Girls. And the villain that's chasing them around? Guess who he is dressed like? A spider. Five spiders is enough in one movie. I feel like Samuel L. D. Jackson in Snakes on Your Plane. I'm sick of these spiders. Well, you know the rest. The movie is fast, it's fun, it's marvel. If I could see into the future, I would never see this film again. I'm sitting. I give this movie two handouts and a matching can of bug spray. Uh-oh. This is Alibo, your hacking warrior, with the stream hacking movie review. Stay safe and healthy. Hamni, Hamni, Ham. Oh, oh. <laughs> it is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Your Indictment update. So if you are in San Jose, California this Friday, I'm going to be there along with Seth the Entertainer, uh, Ada Rodriguez, Ralph Barbosa. It's going to be a very, very funny show. I can't wait to do it. Okay, Jasmine, you got breaking news for us. I do indeed. Two men were found guilty of uh, Jam Master Jay's killing. Yes, it took a long time, but we finally found him. Unfortunately, it turns out it was one of Jay's childhood friends. Always. Yeah, always mm-hmm. that case. A prophet has no mon- honor mm-hmm. amongst his own. Yep. Indeed, and his godson. In, in, well, Crazy. Keep your friends close, but your enemies, enemies closer. closer. Wow. Indeed. And uh, it just proves, I'm telling you, it just uh, th- there's an old adage, I guess, in law enforcement, if you don't find the killer within 72 hours, the case goes cold. Yeah. But this was 30 years old. Yeah. And it really takes... For a while, Netflix was solving more crimes than, than the policemen were. Mm-hmm. Netflix and Flash. Crime. A lot of shows on Netflix were. Netflix and Cold Case were solving... <laughs> 
They was like, you don't want to do it, we will. Well, I'm glad that he, their family's finally getting their justice. Yeah. It's uh, just sad that the dude who did it is in a senior citizen home anyway. Sure. Now, so, uh, Only took 10, 10 hours to deliberate. Of course, that's how, they knew. It's got to be glaring. Like, just like Tupac's killers now is... is mm-hmm. Because it, it isn't that they... It, it isn't that they couldn't. They didn't want to. They didn't want to. Correct. Yeah, so well, I'm just glad. Coming up this hour, we're going to celebrate Black History Month with Jamal Kingsley, the militant man... Plus, we're going to honor someone's benevolence as the human being of the week. Uh, it's the D.L. Hughley Show. Jamal King, he's right here. He's a militant man. He's recognizing black folk who are making history today. Hello, my brothers and sisters. This is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man, here to recognize black folk who are making black history today. Okay, before we begin, let me give you the backstory. Remember when we were all watching the Joe Biden, Kamala Harris inauguration? We were all in awe and damn near brought to tears listening to that black, beautiful young woman deliver that powerful poem so eloquently. I remember wiping the tears from my eyes and asking, who is she? Well, her name is Amanda Gorman. The first person to be named National Youth Poet Laureate. I don't even know what a laureate is, but damn it, it sounds important, and I'm glad this young black sister was the first. Think about it, my brother. Amanda Gorman has an auditory processing disorder and is hypersensitive to sound. She also had a speech impediment during childhood, but overcame all that to become the youngest inaugural poet in U.S. history, who just so happened to have graduated cum laude from Harvard University. Think about it, my brother. Less than a day after she delivered her poem at the inauguration, Amanda Gorman made history again. Her book, The Hill We Climb and Change Sings, hit number one and two on both Amazon and Barnes & Noble's bestseller list. And check this out. Amanda Gorman is not only brilliant, she's also a hottie. She's signed to IMG Modeling Agency. You go, girl. Think about it, my brother. I will never forget the image of Amanda Gorman standing in front of the United States Capitol, eloquently delivering that powerful poem, wearing that yellow coat and red hat, looking like a tube of Carmex. Think about it, my brother. And if you ask Amanda today, she will tell you she will run for president someday. Well, you got my vote, young sister. So here's a Black History salute to Amanda Gorman. This is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man, recognizing black folk who are making black history today. Now think about that, my brother. This is now time for the human being of the week, Jasmine Sanders. Contrary to what's going on in the world today, somebody's a human being. Who is it? It's Shaquille O'Neal. Of course. You know why? There's a teen in Missouri who has been having a difficult time finding shoes in his own size, and so Shaquille helped him. Do you know what size this teen wears? 23. 23. Wow. Yeah. wow. Uh, but it, it was sad. It was grateful, but he had to have a family move out of them first. <laughs> <laughs> it was well, an old lady? He, yeah, he's still growing, by the way. So they say he's going into a size 24. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm glad I ain't got to feed or buy shoes. Yeah. You remember when we was growing up, your mother would buy shoes too big and put paper in them so that you can grow into them? Come on, man. You never. Oh, come on. How about your pants where you look like a tree because yeah. they had. What are you, a deciduous tree? Right? Um, none of that, huh? None of that. Sorry, I don't have those. You you, you weren't tales. adopted by black people at all. I was adopted by a wealthy. They weren't wealthy, but they were good to do family. Yeah, man. So I didn't have to Different eat the milk from somebody else's cereal and all that. Nobody Take the bath from the water. Nah, right? stop. Yeah. Don't be ridiculous. And you and you know it's the same thing about we. Well, we make jokes about that. Her fake parents let, did better for us by our <laughs> real ones. They did. We should have lived with Jazz. Our imitation. Her yeah. imitation parents did better right. than ours. Her GMO yeah. parents were better than our organic. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not surprised. She was chosen, and you guys were an accident. I mean, so yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, we did. Oh, we, we're the product of a weak pullout game. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shaquille O'Neal is our human being of the week, and we give him the claps. There it is, right now. 
We got Sybil Wilkes for Check Clears. I think it will. I think it will. Uh, it's a, it's, it's, she got a pretty good track record. That's coming up with What You Need to Know with Sybil Wilkes is coming up next on the D.L. Hughley Show. Right now, it's time for What You Need to Know with the one and only Sybil Wilkes. It's Sybil Wilkes with What You Need to Know. Dozens of pro-Palestine protesters were arrested at NBC headquarters in New York City ahead of President Biden's appearance on Late Night with Seth Meyers. Protest group Jewish Voice for Peace said that hundreds of its members entered the lobby where the show was filmed wearing black shirts that read cease fire now president biden said monday he hopes a gaza ceasefire could start before next week california governor gavin newsom is facing another recall attempt conservative activists with the group rescue california served newsom's office with the official recall papers monday campaign director claims the governor is spending too much time on the national political sphere rather than focusing on the issues facing california and its voters proponents insist newsom has abandoned the state as it grapples with an estimated 73 billion dollar budget shortfall the group needs just over 1.3 million verified signatures by may in order to qualify for the november ballot in 2021 newsom beat a prior recall that was organized by some of the same people from Rescue California. So far, no comment from the governor's office. Sean Diddy Combs is being sued by a producer of his latest album for sexual harassment and assault. NBC News reports that producer Rodney Little Rod Jones said in a lawsuit he lived and traveled with Combs from 2022 to 2023, recording video and audio of Combs and his staff engaging in serious illegal activity. Jones said this included being pressured into unwelcome sex acts and Combs giving laced beverages to people who went to parties at his home. He added there were screenshots from parties that Diddy hosted, including underage girls and sex workers. To subscribe to my free daily newsletter, please visit SybilWilkes.com. For all the news 24-7, go to newsone.com. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered. Thank you, Sybil. Jasmine. Paid. Yeah, okay. All right. Good credit, you Sybil. You know what? I'm just... Don't, you know what? don't jump. Just you saying. have to verify. I, okay. I'm telling you. I'm trust she, verify. She's good. If it's good enough for Reagan and the Russians, it's good enough for me. <laughs> oh, she pays the cashier's check. So she's you know. Oh, yeah, that mm-hmm. is. Yeah, they hers, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's the D.L. Hughley Show. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Your Indictment update. So, in, in case you're in San Jose uh, this Friday, I will be at the SAP Center along with Seth the Entertainer, Ada Rodriguez, Tony Rock, and, of course, Ralph Barbosa. Uh, we're going to be at the SAP Center. Then the following week, I'm going to be at the uh, Greenville. I'm going to be at the Comedy Zone in Greenville Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, so in Greenville, South Carolina, which is a very picturesque little town. I was going to say, mm-hmm. I, think, I feel like there was something about Greenville very that you pretty. talked about. Very pretty. It's just close to uh, t- to Tim Scott's in, uh, in uh, Lindsey Graham's office. You should invite him to your yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, no, I don't think they come. <laughs> no, I don't think I don't they think would they either. Um, so uh, th- th- that's what I got going on. Um, this Wendy uh, Williams documentary. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> Tough it to is, watch. It is Tough very, very. And her her son made um, this announcement that it was alcohol induced dementia. Mm-hmm. And wow, you know, that's what he says. That's a thing. But I don't know if it's a thing or not, but I'm worried about it now. But um, um, <laughs> it's alcohol induced dementia. And some point she looked like she knew what was going on, right? I don't know. Like some point, like there was some moment she looked like she was aware she's not like Bruce Willis is because that's she's supposed to have the same thing he has yeah but I also think that he's had his for much yeah, longer for long. yes. so I think she's yeah she's not as far along and FYI there is a thing called alcohol related dementia for sure and wow. she's apparently been drinking you know for quite some time it is a very very difficult Show to watch. I couldn't watch. I thought it, it was, was. Be like a one time. It was, but it's the fact that it's it's a series that's I watched, going on and on. I it's watched one. Very and I'm like, difficult. nah, that's all right. Very difficult. And you know what? The thing is, I I really got. I, I was. I guess I'm very fortunate because I got a chance to have a conversation with her and work. And like we had, we came. Mm-hmm. I, I really like her and respect her after. But there are a lot of people who who don't hold her in that esteem. Yeah. And 
could care less that this is happening to her. Well, I mean, it, listen, I used to work with Wendy for a number of years, and you can say what you want to about her, but, you know, in terms of what she was able to do as a female in right. this business, yes. doing, she was a lot first in a lot of things, and I get it, you might not like what she does, a lot of people don't like the jokes that you yeah. tell, but yeah. you're still, it doesn't mean you're yeah. not good at yeah. it, and I think she was very good at what she did, and I think no matter where you fall in terms of whether you like her or not, it is always difficult when you see someone in that position who is not what they once yes. were, and you think about but her I, I financial think situation. It's probably more watchable than Mia Coppola. Oh, far more. Without question. <laughs> I mean, human tragedy is like... <laughs> Man, <laughs> and I could watch Kelly Rowland do almost anything. Well, I could watch her I do almost anything. I had to remind myself. Just support Kelly. <laughs> support <laughs> Kelly. It was a terrible movie. Really? <laughs> it was terrible. I wanted to fight when it was really? over. What was worse? Who do I see about was this? It, what was worse? <laughs> I'm not gonna the sex in the paint? No. <laughs> yeah. The sex room yeah. downstairs. It was yeah, a lot of stuff that just yeah. didn't make sense. He's just like, I'm gonna write the script. These today. bad wigs. I just, yeah. I it was oh a lot to, God. it was a lot to choose oh from. Come on, Tyler. <laughs> now, if this past Valentine's Day was so good, you've decided to move in together before you unload that U-Haul, Jasmine. Give us five items to hide when you're living with a man by Julia Austin for Madame Noir. All right, number five: box of old cards. You got to get rid of them. Yeah. Yeah. Old cars, yeah. yeah. Old, old like the, the stuff cars. that someone else has given mm-hmm. you. You got to get rid of that because people will snoop. Let yeah. me just tell you, Who good gracious, especially if it's their house. Oh yeah. my god! Number four of the top five items to hide when living with a man: pregnancy tests. Yeah, why you got them don't, hanging? Don't around? hide that. Yeah. Why you have them laying around? Oh, they're know. unused. I'm assuming. Uh, that's hope. Yeah, that's, you know if they have a sale, hope. a two pack at the pharmacy. <laughs> <laughs> Number three of the top five <laughs> items to hide when living with a man: your diary. Yeah, but who still I, has a diary? Oh, what? I got a diary. Yeah, you read yeah, it every we week. Steal it every week. What yeah, kind of crap is that? Oh, you got to get you some business. You got to yeah. get your own business. You can stay away from mine. Yes, okay? yes, you're right. Number two of the top five items to hide when living with a man: your more aggressive adult entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. does this have a jumper cable? Shut up and get out of my room. Let's put that back in the shiver robe. And the number one of the top five items to hide when living with a man: any sex toys that y'all haven't used. Again. Man, that was, <laughs> that was sticky without me. What is this? Uh, <laughs> Mitch, Mitch Hedberg. He had one of the best lines. He said that he had. He was with his girl, and he found this this uh, this sex toy that was so big. He said, "What do you do with this?" She said, "Well, I think about you when I'm using." It. He said, "Am I driving the cl- crane that lowers you down on it?" Oh, <laughs> man, that made me laugh so hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Coming up, so we got. What am I doing? Driving the crane that lowers you down on it? Man, it made me laugh so hard. I got the mandingo. <laughs> it is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, the, your Indictment uh, update. And uh, we sincerely thank you for tuning in. Um, if you are in uh, San uh, San Jose this uh, Friday, I'm going to be at the SAP Center. We was said the entertainer, uh, Ida Rodriguez, Tony Rock, who I haven't worked with since, I guess I haven't worked with him in a long time. Haven't worked with him since that Chris Rock thing. Yeah, uh, well. Rock and Ralph Barbosa. And then the following week, we're going to be in the Greenville uh, fun, Comedy Zone that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So, I think the 8th, 9th, and 10th um, of March. So uh, come check me out. Jasmine Sanders, what did you learn today? Oh, my goodness. I know we were talking earlier about the uh, Wendy Williams thing. Yes. Um, just a very sad situation all the way around. So just continue prayers to her. And, by the way, don't forget, you know, if you want to come aboard the Bad Girls trip, you know, log on to the D.O.H.U.B.Show.com <laughs> so you can, you yeah. know, get registered for um, you and your girls. Just come hang don't out with me. watch the Titanic before you get yeah, on Yeah, please, phone. don't don't say that. I'm already nervous. Baby, it's, that's something. Come on now. It's, it's, <laughs> Thanks. It's the Caribbean. You ain't gonna, nothing gonna happen. And ain't no iceberg right. where you I don't grind. care. I don't care. Uh, Let me tell you something. If Bobby Brown could get on the boat, you can get on the boat. <laughs> Touche. You're right about that. All right, skip my man Cheatham. What'd you learn today? Early in the show, you guys were kind of making fun of uh, uh, Beyonce's acting skills. Now she did, I wasn't. She did play one movie. I thought she did a very good job in the Fighting Temptations. No, Cadillac no. that one was good too. Uh, Cadillac yeah, like when it. she was Eddie James. That was I thought. Yes, she did an excellent yeah. job. Excellent yeah. job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, mm. I like the an Austin Power movie. If I see one more black woman with a cowboy hat, I'm gonna lose my. What's wrong with cowboy hats? Everybody's wearing hats, cowboy oh, hats since oh, yeah. Beyonce. I'm like, come on now. I had a cowboy hat before Beyonce. Yeah, but that's like, you were from Udawa. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Boots and all. Which is... <laughs> Shut up and just close out the show. Let's <laughs> go on. All right. Keep on. Coming up on the next Thank D.O. Hughley Show, we're going to be talking to rapper <laughs> and activist Killer Mike. Plus, we're going to be giving him a deserving someone the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. It's the D.O. Hughley Show. We will definitely see you on the other side. Kyle, my favorite short bus operator, pull that string. We got to go. Tow, tow. It's the DL Hughley Show. See you on the other side.